Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Mandolin can only mean one thing. It's time for the radio vet with Dr. <laughs> Kelly, our resident veter- radio veterinarian. Hello. I don't know if you had to do any uh, postgraduate work to become a radio veterinarian. But, uh, no. Well, none that I'm aware of that I should have done. Anyways. We have an unlicensed radio veterinarian. <laughs> anyways, so, all right. Um, so your topic today is uh, very topical. Yes. And very it's timely. going on in a place that's usually very tropical. Yes. So right now there are unusual cold temperatures in Florida and there are warnings about iguanas falling out of trees. I saw some pictures. Yeah. It's kind mm-hmm. of sad, actually. It's yeah, just, they don't look they very, look very good. good. They look a little brown. <laughs> so They don't look very good. And, you know, people are basically being told, you know, to leave them alone. They may still be alive, right, right. you know, in a day or two when it warms up again. They may reanimate. Uh, yeah. <laughs> It's a it's a miracle. Yeah. <laughs> we'll name them all Lazarus. <laughs> However, they are an invasive species in Florida. They don't belong there. Oh, that's an interesting so, hot take. Oh, <laughs> yes. Okay. You can also um, harvest and sell iguana meat. Oh. Yeah. Game, gamey. <laughs> I think it's, you know, just like everything else, I think it's a lot like chicken. My... <laughs> <laughs> my uh, my father-in-law uh, from yes. uh, Mexico, uh, mm-hmm. uh, born and raised in Oaxaca, um, yes. was a regular diner on... Now, uh, they belong Iguana. there. Right. Yeah, as they belong in Central America and all the way um, into the tropical portions of South America. Sure. But they do not belong in Florida. But they all have condos in Florida, unfortunately. Yeah, and they, <laughs> and they survive well in Florida, unfortunately. Oh, boy. Yeah, they are an invasive species there. Um, and, and they can be yeah. an invasive species in your 
home, apparently, <laughs> if the price is right. Yeah, they are difficult. I think they are difficult pets. In general, my personal opinion is it's hard to keep reptiles healthy as pets because they need extremely specific environmental yep. requirements and diet requirements. And most people just can't do it. It's a chore. We, yeah. my wife, when we were, in fact, we weren't even married yet. And she said, you know, she got somehow thought an iguana would be a good idea. Mm. Well, this thing hated my guts from the get-go. I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know why. I mean, well, I didn't, uh, they're not domesticated no. at all. They really don't seem um, to, you know. If you get one that's very young, yeah. it's somewhat tameable. Sure. There are other reptiles that are more tameable. Sure. Gecko, maybe. Uh, and uh, especially the bearded dragon. Yeah. yeah. We did that for a while. And okay. He was happy. He was yeah. actually, yeah. We, I, liked, I liked him a lot better. The yeah. iguana was just... Really upset to be and they living get with us. Very large, you know. When you see them in the pet store and they're tiny, cute. They're adorable. Yeah. They're adorable. Uh, but when they're full grown, they, <laughs> in, if you include their tail, tail to nose, male and female, it can get up to five feet. Good lord! And you need a huge space. Yes, you do. If you can't keep an adult iguana, don't get any iguana. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Solid advice here yeah. <laughs> on uh, the Radio Vet. Um, so I guess this begs the next question. Have you seen some in your uh, travels? Have you, I mean, oh, as a patient? In, in travels? Yes, yes, I saw them in Puerto Rico. Well, there's certainly that. <laughs> I mean, but you you weren't caring. You weren't uh, hired no. to carry to help with them with their needs. Um, I haven't seen any in years, honestly. Okay. The practice I'm currently at, uh, we really don't see reptiles. Um, not an option for the uh, Mequon uh, uh, office? Yeah. Yeah, really not. So if I you call know, you today someone, and say, my iguana has, has, has a hairball. If someone uh, <laughs> uh, called and said, my, um, uh, let's say, python has sure. scale mites, <laughs> sure, I can take care of that. Really? Yes. That's pretty exotic. But if you, know, you have um, a, a, an iguana or another reptile that just isn't doing right, and they're yeah. going to need some really, probably really specific um, going over how, you know, the temperature gradient and the humidity and the diet. Yeah, they're probably, they're going to, we're going to send them somewhere else where they see a lot more reptiles. <laughs> the iguana doctor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, somewhere exactly. In, uh, in Milwaukee, I'm sure. Um, yeah. So, so our story, which is not a happy one, we had this iguana. Occasionally he, he would get out as he was growing. Um, my wife would be at work. I would be tasked with getting him back into the cage. Um, catching a loose iguana. Mm-hmm. Those, those babies are fast. I mean, they can be very fast. <laughs> um, and then they're like Indiana Jones. They have their own built-in whip. Yes. The tails are lethal. I mean, the tail holy and cow. the claws are what you have to worry about. You oh, don't yeah. have you don't have to worry about teeth. Not really. You biters. don't have to worry about the no. face, the mouth. You have to worry about the claws and the tail. Oh, the tail is a. They just, I mean, they so, just they leave a mark. A full <laughs> size large male green iguana <laughs> tail can break human bones. <laughs> Bones. Yes. No one told me that. I thought I thought you were gonna say skin. No, we'll oh, take it a step sure. further. We'll take it a step further. We'll actually we'll oh, actually lop sure. off a limb. I don't think it's very common at all. But I think oh it's far God. more common to be cut by the tail. Which I was. Yes. Because <laughs> yes. he still wasn't full grown yet. Um yeah. he kept turning brown while he was out there because he was cold. So I guess because mm. yeah, so it's just like everything about it and Eventually, he turned on my wife, because he liked my wife. Okay. And it was funny, my wife could actually talk him down, because this guy was actually like just, oh, it had like anger management issues. Mm-hmm. And so, she, and we, we we named him Lees. What? Lees. <laughs> I was short for Leezard. Oh, okay. uh, so, it was just a lame name. Yeah, everything about the whole thing was not lame. Not Liz. No, not Liz, because he was a guy. So, we called him Lees. <laughs> 
<laughs> as the too. male gender of the version of Liz, I guess. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> so she actually could say when he was going to lunge at her, he'd say, "She'd say, Liz," and he would, and he actually would, <laughs> he would, he would stand stop. Down. He would actually, <laughs> it was the funniest thing. Um, I could not. I could say that a million times. He'd still, you know, stick his yes, tail on me. Okay. So, okay. but then when she, interestingly enough, when she was pregnant with our first child, yes. He didn't. He didn't respond to her anymore. He was really uh-huh. angry, yeah. uh, like you know, I don't know, a pheromone type of thing or something. Probably something. Oh, that, yeah, lovely. probably so, something like that. So we rehomed him <laughs> to somebody in Hartford, Wisconsin, who okay. already had like sixteen of them. Okay. So seventeen was no big deal, right? What's and they the difference? Yeah, they all hung out in his living room. You know, we kept him in. Yeah, yeah. He, they they would dangle off of like gigantic chunks of driftwood hanging on his wall. Okay. And I'm like, oh, you're gonna be really happy here. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So, so interestingly, you know, for um, an adult, a full grown iguana one that is approaching or close to you know five feet when you include the tail you need an enclosure that's 12 by six by six feet and that's your whole living room folks (laughs) they need a basking area so they need heat actually no hot rocks are dangerous um boy the people at the pet store knew nothing about no that's sadly common (laughs) um hot rocks are dangerous one of the most common Injuries, probably the most common injury Overbaked. in an pet iguanas is burned skin Ugh. from hot rocks or heating pads because they'll lay on them. It feels good to them. They have no idea <laughs> have no that idea they are that burning their own skin. Burning their biscuits. Yeah, okay. It's not, it's not good. So <laughs> ideally their heat source should come from above. From above, right, right. Uh, and that partially, yeah, partially is because they have um, a special scale mm. behind their eyes which senses light, UV yes. light. It's, um, you know, their, their pineal organ. Um, and that, you know, it's important. So the, the hot spot in the cage should be 120 degrees. Oh, my gosh. And they should have a gradient all the way down to around 80. So they can move from hot to cool to hot to cool. Here in Wisconsin, that's really hard to just uh, maintain. Yeah, you, you're going to expend I mean, some energy. Oh, yeah. my goodness. And they need UVA and UVB right? exposure. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. 10 to 12 hours a day. Oh, my gosh. And yeah, yeah, that was the thing. That was part of our bedtime ritual. Just like brush your teeth, make sure the kitchen light's off, make sure you switch the iguana lights yep. to UV. I was yeah. just like, oh, what a bummer. Yeah, oh they gosh. are hard. I think they are hard to keep healthy now if you bring one home and they're real healthy at the pet store is it gonna you know get unhealthy right away if you don't have no. ideal conditions no it could no. take months to years to, yeah. for the damage you're doing right, to show up right yeah. exactly that must happen a lot because i yes. mean people are just that's not they don't they have good intentions but not always all the information yeah yeah well that's yeah. what we're here for. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in, everybody. Yeah. You informed pet owners. So um, they um, yeah. they are vegetarians uh, technically. However, you know they will scavenge. Um, you know, in when they're wild in Florida, sure. they've been you know seen eating dead things, Lovely. and uh, they will occasionally eat insects by accident, especially um, accident. a kind of tree snail <laughs> that lives in Florida. Yeah. Unfortunately, they'll also snack on some important plants, which uh. are the sole food source for endangered butterflies. Oh, lovely. Which is why, you know, one of yeah. the reasons they're a problem as an invasive yeah, species. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, we used to feed our guy, uh, he liked collard greens. Um, yes. That was the thing. Yeah, so we did that. That was great. Dandelion um, greens, yeah. all kinds of leafy, dark leafy greens, vegetables. Um, and at, once a week, they should have fruit. Yeah. And once a week, they should have a calcium supplement. Yep, yep, oh, yep. Yeah. The, yeah, that powder we used to sprinkle on the leaves and everything. Yes, and, and so 
um, besides the hot rock injuries. When we remembered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, besides the hot rock injuries, prob- probably um, their most common medical issue is metabolic bone disease. There's the lack of uh, Lack calcium. of calcium, yes. yeah, or lack of absorption, or honestly, lack of... What proper UV exposure and vitamin D production? Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh boy. maybe part of that too. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, and then sometimes, or as when they were first kind of popularized as pets, they people were told to feed them cat food. What? Because it bulked them up. Where they thought it was probably a good sign. These fat iguanas. <laughs> But cats are obligate carnivores, and the level of protein in their diet is so high that the iguanas got kidney failure. On oh, it. So man. a high protein diet equals kidney failure for you know animals that aren't supposed to be eating a high right, protein diet. Right. Yeah. Well, I I have a slew of more questions about yeah. iguana ownership. When we come back, we'll talk about okay. them, and we got some yucky questions too. <laughs> Don't want to miss this, folks. <laughs> come on back. Talking, talking iguanas today on uh, the radio event with Dr. Kelly. Um, so, do you think, with all this information that you have, uh, that is iguana ownership uh, plateauing or on the downswing? What do you think? Is there any oh, uh, just out of curiosity? I don't you know, know, since I really don't see reptiles in practice, I don't have a good feeling. Uh, as far as how popular or less popular they yeah. may be compared to, say, 20 years ago. I don't know. But still sold we to the places like PetSmart and Pet... You know, I mean, they can still walk um, out of there with an iguana, I think. I read today that PetSmart quit selling specifically iguanas because of the high rate of surrender to rescues mm. and then the extremely low rate of adoption from rescues. It didn't look good. They were, didn't want to be part of that They're anymore. a corporation. They yeah. want to look good. Yeah, they absolutely. didn't want to be part of that anymore. A lot more bearded dragons. I do see them all, all yes. the time. And they're so much easier. Again, I And again, no, yeah. they appear to have the most personality. Yes. As far so as personality goes a long go. way. <laughs> now, they still have all of these temperature, humidity oh, sure. requirements, oh, yeah. diet requirements, too. But I think people get maybe get more attached to them yeah. because they are kind of friskier. They actually do interact. They're very sweet. Um, they're much more tameable. Yes. yes. Yeah. Even at an older <laughs> and age. And they don't get as big. Right. Right. Ah, true. And their tails aren't lethal weapons that will break. Doesn't seem to be the case anyway. I hear they uh, actually- Maybe it's because they're Australian. <laughs> they're just cool. Hey, mate. Why <laughs> too? Um, so one part of reptile ownership, certainly yes. with the bearded dragon and with the iguana, the thing that we were always very conscious of is the fact that we can actually get diseases from them. Oh, so reptiles, healthy, normal reptiles, uh, definitely can have salmonella living in their gut, yes. and it will not make them sick. No, uh, but yes. do a number on us. Yes, p- potentially. <laughs> yes. So you always wash your hands after handling any reptile. Right, right. That's but just it was... part of the checklist of owning a reptile. Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But yeah. uh, you know, just even cleaning their cages. Of course, you were just. True. I mean, whatever. If there was salmonella in their belly, then it's probably in the corner of their cage too. And, yes. You know, I mean. Yes. You had to be on top of that, and th- well, hopefully, if, you know, hopefully, if you have a dog and you pick up after it, you wash your hands. Hopefully, if you would hope. a, hopefully you wash your hands after scooping your cat's box. So, Absolutely. No, the same thing would definitely hold true for any I washed you know, up, animal cage. I washed up to my elbows. I was like, you yeah. know, I was like, I want to. You're do like this. a surgeon. Oh yeah, in. I'm going in. <laughs> Holy cow! Yeah, <laughs> you know, the worst. Um, 
So, what do we do about this iguana problem here? I mean, what, <laughs> what are you gonna I do? discourage like, people when they ever, you know, think to ask ahead of time yeah. about should I get my is an iguana, iguana a good pet, yeah. or uh, should I get a reptile as a first pet for my children? I discourage people constantly yes. because it, we generally yeah. don't see healthy pet reptiles. Period. Yeah, yeah. it's the rare owner who's doing everything right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I got to tell you the story of soup. Soup. Yeah, I can tell you about soup. So this is probably the first two months that my wife and I were uh, together, and uh, she had a friend who was going on a long voyage. And I came home, and uh, in the corner of our bedroom, a very large tank, and in that tank was soup. Soup was the name of their boa constrictor that my oh, wife sure. had just taken in. Okay. Very exciting. Um, I, I, of course, kind of wigged up because I have a cat. And I said, you know, oh. <laughs> I have visions of my cat disappearing down this boa constrictor's throat. Mm-hmm. You know, And she said, yeah, that could happen. Um, <laughs> so I said, I don't want that. So cat was now barred from the bedroom. That's fine. Um, but we had to feed soup mm. rats. Mm-hmm. Feed her mm-hmm. rats. Live ones would be preferential. Oh, okay. So we tossed the rat in first time we had to do it and then my wife and i started basically hold, holding each other uh hugging and crying because we're like run rat run because we fell in love with the rat no, yeah. it's, it was horrible everything about it was horrible so again what and then my wife who was very cavalier at that time not so much anymore but at that point she says oh i can take him out no problem she took him out and he sort of began to uh a tightness began to occur on her left arm working okay. her way up her shoulder as this thing began to Constrict. Constrict, which is in their name. <laughs> See, I'm uh, my wife's tuning in. I'm making fun of you today, darling. Um, so we called this person because we couldn't handle the feeding process anymore. But then again, I have to go back to what kind of maniac brings in a boa constrictor into their house? How do you fall in love with a critter like this? I mean, and uh, what do you, I mean, what's going on? Personally, <laughs> with, with snakes, I think it's more of a um, coolness factor. Oh, great. <laughs> that, that always works out well. <laughs> Some people just really think they're cool and like yeah, to watch them sure. and hold them. And, you know, so what if you can't scratch them behind the ears no, and get them to be happy? You no, know, <laughs> no, they don't seem to be interested in that whatsoever. And I guess maybe there are right. constrictors who get used to their owners and don't kill them. And there are many <laughs> pet snakes who can successfully, from a very early age, yeah. Be um, trained to accept dead food. Oh, sure. So okay. you buy frozen mice. Yes, and can that was an option. Give that, you know, if um, and that's what I'd, you know, if somebody really wants a snake, I'd say, well, that's what I'd recommend <laughs> is get one that's that where the person who the breeder, the snake breeder, can show you that yes, indeed, they'll eat something that's yeah. already dead because so. that's a lot easier. Well, we eat like Swansons and. <laughs> <laughs> TV dinners, so why wouldn't they? So, interestingly, my very first pet rat was a snake food fail. (laughs) You are truly a wonderful individual. She was a pinky, so a newborn rat, put in with a snake. The snake never, after two days of just laying there, the snake didn't touch her. So, a friend of a friend who was, you know, working at this snake farm yeah took, took her out <laughs> felt bad for her took her out and fed her and she became a wonderful pet rat yeah, and i inherited sweet. her so at sweet. like age two and she lived to be five and nice. she was a great pet they're such great animals <laughs> i know people don't believe they say rats that's gross rats like, are no, they, are, this, they are so personable yes. unbelievable they, they love are, their owners yeah and uh, they're i don't know their way they have 
way more um, what interesting personalities yeah. than your average hamster. Or right. Durable. Yeah. No. Yeah, they just want to bite. They just want to bite you. Um, <laughs> rats, rats never bite you. Our rats yeah, never. It's very they, they, rare. They nibble a little just to taste you. They get you know, mm-hmm. maybe get your finger salt a little. But yeah. Rats just, almost never bite. No. No. They mm-hmm. just they like you. I mean. Yeah. So, they're pretty cool. Oh man. So <laughs> I mean, you know, we still have people out there, and I mean, getting exotic animals is still kind of a thing, and we it shows up in the news every now and then. I mean, um, there's still a ridiculous number of iguanas imported into the U.S. every year too, which is sad because That's crazy. Most of them, you know, are not going to stay in the home once they get a certain size. Yeah. And it's bad. Yeah, I don't. I knew I knew a few people who had iguanas, and mm-hmm. then they don't anymore. And I kind of know why. Um, but I don't know anybody anymore. I just don't see them around anymore as yeah. much either. So um, perhaps people have fallen away from yeah. that you know ferrets used to be pop more popular than they right. are now too i feel like and yeah. they're you know pretty i see them pretty rarely now except okay. for the ones that i have that at you home. live in your house <laughs> yes <laughs> interesting huh well so uh floridians if you're yeah. uh, tuned in yeah leave them alone <laughs> and they uh, may wake up tomorrow and crawl back up the tree where they came from but you know yeah. an adult iguana can weigh up to 20 pounds yeah. i would not want to be hit by a 20 pound anything falling say even 10 feet up from even 10 feet up there's that and certainly they they decide to weaponize their tail with a 20 pounder Uh, lop your head off i mean good interesting times in florida oh my gosh it's you know it's always interesting in florida (laughs) you're right (laughs) that's what they tell me i think we just lost our florida audience (laughs) so anyway that's the iguana story and we're sticking to it and uh (laughs) next week we'll be back with uh more cool stuff thank you so much thank you catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started 